But all your trust tells me that the earth is the Lord. It's already here. And the fullness thereof. So what you going to give him? Praise the Lord. We, we, we're grateful for all things. Can turn down a little bit? Something, something kind of funny there. Down kind of funny. We're, we're grateful. I'm looking for the card I have here. There it is. I want to pray the Lord to turn up a little bit. Just a little bit more. Not, up just a little bit more. There we are. I think we're right there now. We want to welcome all of our guests and certainly we have a card here. We now to Mr. Andre Jones. Oh, Andre Jones, I'm assuming. We are welcome to praise the Lord with us in the manner in which the Word of God says to do it. So that everything I have breath, praise the Lord. We praise Him with the string instruments and harp, the organ, and high sound and cymbals. And just tell us to praise him with a dance, with a shout, with a song, or just praise him anyhow. 
And we just want to praise him. Now, I want to say to you that we thank the Lord for bringing the tapes back. They called us on last night. They brought them back from St. Louis. They were tired, but nevertheless, brought them back. Now, Sister Parker and Sister Johnson, I'm assuming they'll be back um, tonight or tomorrow. We'll be on the highway, so pray for them. Pray for Sister Jones. He's still under the weather a little bit. He's just a napper and all of the other things that you may know of. Some of them might call them names, but I don't know them. And uh, we thank the Lord for all things. Now, we thank the Lord for our brother. The brother story, that is. We thank the Lord for him. Now, this brother here joined the church, and he come all the way down from Philadelphia to go to church. Now, we thank the Lord for him. And what I'm saying to him, if he can get a chance to be off on the 16th, that's a couple of Saturdays now. You think he'd be off a couple of Saturdays now? Well, you let us know. If you do, we want to baptize in Jesus' name. But I feel his brother that faithful, he ought to be baptized. That brother can come that far, then he ought to be baptized and come down there and tie with him right then. I'll be the Lord of Sinners. So God knows the heart, and I'll be that brother go down in Jesus' name and come up and you tie with him for a while, Lord Sinners. That's right. And some folks can't come, praise the Lord, across town and come to church. And this brother comes 130 some miles. <laughs> praise the Lord. So we thank the Lord for him. Thank the Lord for our sister. Came back with us. Praise the Lord. Brother, all the things. Brother, we just thank the Lord for that. But whenever we can, as soon as we can, we're going to baptize that brother in Jesus' name. And I believe the Lord's going to kill him. We ain't going to take long to do it either. Praise the Lord. Because God knows the heart. Praise the Lord. We're grateful for that. We're grateful. Thank the Lord for all things. I feel pretty good this morning. Yeah. Praise the Lord. I just see the Lord doing Wonderful things on behalf of the saints. And for that, we agree. We thank you, Lord, for all our guests coming in. Thank God for them. Just come on, praise the Lord with us. Um, as I said this morning, you know, we, the Lord has blessed me. My brother told me that he put on a few pounds over the holidays. So thank you, my sister. You're not finished yet. So you better go through Christmas. Then you got the biggest one is going to be the fellowship then. Say the Lord. That's, that's the pound for the owner there. <laughs> so we thank the Lord for all things. Now, uh, we better start making some arrangements, find a place that we can have it. You know, the full time keep up on it because we only got about three or four more weeks. And we certainly want to have that fellowship there. I said before the Lord is willing, well, not too many. Not too long, and not too many years from now, we'll have a home But we are all with me, look at that. When we do achieve a kitchen, it'll be for one thing, just for that. Things like that. It won't be for any dinner selling because we don't do that. But say the Lord, we're going to another church, someplace, or the choir is going somewhere, and we just all the things bring in some food and just fellowship down there before you go. Say the Lord. Things of that nature. That's what we want to do. You know, I was reading the paper the other day, and in this health section that come in there a little while ago, in the, in the Washington Post, I think it was on the and they had a statistic in there about the nation's greatest killer. 
some periods of heart attack. I mean, heart attack and some periods of cancer. Well, really, it all depends on who's trying to get the most money for the government for research at the time. <laughs> That's where they get that money from. So, but nevertheless, we want to talk about this morning for the, you know, I don't have a class on something. But the greatest killer in the world, now not just in this country, the greatest killer in the world is what? Sin. That's what we want to talk about. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is kind of David said, I was conceived. We want to talk about it through those verses. Now we're going to sing some praises unto the Lord, that slow one. Y'all know which one that is? All right, that slow one. I, I think it's two praises there. One the slow one. A little bit of that, then we're going to go on. Huh? That's Molly's song. Okay, well, y'all have to do it this morning. Maybe ask the singers for you. There she comes. She's going to sing a little bit of it. Come on. Come on.
Someone tell me the other night, and Sister Ware wasn't feeling well either. Huh? And Brother Carson. He was in GW Hospital, is that right? Or what's his room then? Thirty-one twelve. That's better. Huh? Thirty-one twelve East, and that's Brother Carson. That brother just was on the church not so long ago. Thank you. Okay. I see that cell phone number here is available after the service. But he's in 3112 East of GW. 
Mr. Jones in room 4502, uh, Greater Southeastern in the hospital. So, pray the Lord, we can show uh, myself according to that. And um, I see the after church. So, how long is Pope going to be in there? All right, saints, we thank the Lord this morning for all things. What's the place worth of us? Brother Ware, how is Sister Ware? Oh, she is? I didn't hear that home. All right, we thank the Lord. I didn't hear you how far I can see. I can't see without my glasses. See, I'm nearsighted, so when I read, I take them off. That's why you see them laying here. But I can't see you back there. So I have to use the drive again. <laughs> And uh, watching television or whatever. So everybody, most people put glasses on to read. I take mine off. I'm just opposite. We thank the Lord. I have to take them off. If I don't take them off to read, I have to stand back and get to read. <laughs> we thank the Lord. She's there. All right. All right, saints. We want to talk about the world's number one killer. I didn't say the nations. I said the world. Number one killer. Now, the Lord Jesus Christ said, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. He said, I change not. And what applied when the Lord Jesus Christ himself walked this earth applies now? People change. God doesn't change. Uh, are all of our Bibles out the back gone? All of them are gone, right? Okay, because I want the folks to be able to keep up with us because... Uh, the Bible said our word is truth, and the word, the word is truth shall make you free. And the Lord said, I would not have you ignorant concerning the things of God. See, I believe that most folks today, most folks are not saved because they don't know the word of God. Praise the Lord. See, teachers say, but just give your hand to God, give me your hand and guard your heart, and be baptized, and you got it made. But that's not what the word of God says. The word of God says you must be born again. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. In the 51st Psalm, now there may be some among you that have found it hard or had problems along the way. This chapter of Psalm lets you know that you can come back to the Lord. Let you know that you can come back to the Lord and be restored. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according to the multitude of thy tender mercies, blot out my transgression. Before we go any further, let's look at the number one here. Now, this psalm must ever be in successive steps, the mold of the experience of a sinning saint who comes back to full communion and service. The steps are, number one, sin thoroughly judged before God. Forgiveness and cleansing through the blood. That's why I want to go into this, because we want to talk about the blood. Praise the Lord. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole or complete? Nothing. And remember I say sin is the world's 
Number one kill. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. And how do we be washed in the blood of Jesus today? Be baptized in his name because his name represents the blood. That's what we want to talk about. That's why I want to get down to this thing this morning. It says now, uh, cleansing. It says, spirit filled for joy and power. You got the verses here. And for service. And for worship. The restored saint in fellowship with God, not about self, but about the blessing of God. Personally, it was David's pathway to restore communion after his sin was that season. Then it goes on, but dispensationally, it would be the pathway of returning Israel. Now, listen to what it says in the second verse. Wash me thoroughly from mine iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgression and my sin is ever before me. Now, if you, if you want to be saved, that's the first thing you got to do is acknowledge the fact that you need to be saved. You never will be saved if you don't think you need to be saved. If you walk around thinking you're already saved, you're on your way ahead. Because there's strictly one way to be saved. That's through the blood of Jesus. Praise the Lord. That's why a lot of folks say, well, I'm already saved. But what proof do you have? That's the next question. Who told you you're saved? You've got to have some divine evidence that you're saved. The Bible says, you whom he have quickened, which means you whom he have made alive through the blood of Jesus. We want to get to it. We're going to have a little Bible lesson along with everything else. Yeah. Now, Hyssop was a little shrub with which the blood and water of purification was applied. Now, what came out of the side of Jesus when he was pierced in the side? Blood and water. Praise the Lord. Read it for yourself. Blood and water. It says cleansing in Scripture is twofold. Number one, of a sinner from the guilt of sin, the blood, high sub aspect. Of a saint from the defilement of sin, the water wash me aspect. Under grace, the sinner is purged by blood when he believes. Under grace. Grace came by Jesus Christ. There was no such thing as grace until Jesus Christ died on the cross. Praise the Lord. For our sins, he came. Grace came when he came. But Jesus Christ was grace. But the Bible says, for he had made him to be sin for us. Grace and truth came by Jesus. Praise the Lord. But, praise our God, it wasn't applied to you, the sinner, until he died. See, law was still in effect until he died. Jesus Christ said, I have not come to destroy the law, but I've come to fulfill it. Under the law, without the shedding of blood, there was no remission of sin. So Jesus Christ said, don't you folk worry in the sin of God. Don't get mad with me. I haven't come, praise the Lord, to destroy it. I came to fulfill it. See, Jesus Christ was born of a woman under law. So he had, to, he had to live by the law because he was born under the law. But when he gave up the goat, hallelujah, the veil and the temple was rent. Hallelujah. Then you can say to yourself, I've got a telephone 
in my bosom. I can call him up anytime. I heard Sister Oakham there one time in testimony say, you know, you'd be in a bad shape if you couldn't go to see Jesus but once a year. <laughs> Praise the Lord, because you need him every day. Because the Bible says in him we live and move and have our being. Woke me up this morning. Starting me on my way. Praise the Lord. I thank God for you. Let me get, I want to get off my subject here. Now, so he says, against me, verse 4, thee only have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight, that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest and be clear when thou judgest. Now, Verse number five, I was shapen in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive. Now the wages of sin is death. We've got to understand that all men is born in a state or condition of sin. You can't help it. You were born in it. Praise the Lord. But there is a way out. Jesus Christ said, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Again, what kind of life was Jesus talking about? Jesus Christ was talking about a spiritual life. Praise the Lord, because mankind is born, praise the Lord, dead, dying. He's born dead spiritually and dying naturally every day. Praise the Lord. But there is a way out, praise our God, because the Bible says, for he had made him to be sin for us. In other words, the Lord Jesus Christ took on our sin that we might stand before the judgment seat of Christ and say, well, look me over, I've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. Praise the Lord. All of our sins, praise our God, has been charged to his account. For he had made him to be sin for us he who knew no sin. Why? That we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Unless a man is declared righteous, he can't even stand in the presence of God. Because, praise our God, Jesus Christ is the righteous judge that's going to judge the world by, judge, by righteousness. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God. That word justifies, and praise the Lord, justification is a judicial act of God. And declaring a sinner righteous on the grounds of the death of his son, when that sinner believed that Christ died and was buried and rose again the third day according to the scripture. Until you believe that, praise the Lord, you never will be saved. Until you come to the realization that the name of Jesus represents the blood, you will never be saved. I don't care who you are, what your status in life is, praise our God, or how long you've been going to church, unless you've been born again, praise our God, you're on your way down to the pit. Because the Bible says, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And you really, it's, 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 I hate to see folk go to hell needlessly out of ignorance. Because some preacher, praise our God, telling you the best you can, God understands. Only thing I can tell you is God knows the heart. Certainly he understands. Praise our God. He's the omniscient. He knows. 
Praise the Lord, but that's beside the point. The Lord Jesus Christ said, you must be, got to be born again. That'll take my word for it. Read it. Let's go on over to John 3. Read it for yourself. Turn it over to John 3 and 3. Somebody read it. Praise the Lord. I don't want to get off track here. Somebody read that thing. John 3 and 3. Jesus answered and said to him, Verily, verily, truly, that's what it means, truly, truly, I say unto thee, uh, except or unless, he cannot. Now, Jesus Christ said, I believe that's in red. Is that in red? Jesus said it. All the red wording is Jesus' word. He cannot, emphatically, he cannot do what? See. Now, this was to Nicodemus. Learn, man. Hallelujah. But see, he didn't understand life. He didn't understand how to be born again. Jesus said, unless a man is born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot see it unless he's been born again. Is that what he said, unless he's been born again? He cannot see it. Now, go on with the Nicodemus didn't understand it. As smart as he was, he didn't understand it. What did he say next? Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? But Jesus, see, nevertheless, Jesus had already told him, you've got to be born again. Right? So he didn't understand. So how can this thing take place? How can I be born again? Jesus gave him the answer in verse 5. What did he say to him? Verily, verily, or truly, truly, I say unto thee, except a man is born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot. Enter into the kingdom of God. Verse number three told me he couldn't see it, which lets us know you can't enter anything you can't see anyhow. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Focus cannot see the light. Praise the Lord. But the songwriter say, at the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light, Jesus Christ said, I am the light of the world. Praise the Lord. And then Jesus says so. He said, I am the light of the world. Praise the Lord. you got to come from under darkness. Hallelujah, to the marvelous light of Jesus. That light, praise God, will open up your understanding to salvation. You don't have to walk around in darkness, praise our God, uncertain about your future. Your future belongs to them. That belongs to him. If any man have not the spirit of Christ, he's none of his. I don't care, praise God, how much money you got in the bank. This young girl over there was 39 years old. She followed her daddy, buried right over there on his own island. But praise our God, that body might be in there. But the Bible says from ashes to ashes to dust to dust. That body is there, praise God. But that soul is in torment. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I don't care how much money you got, praise God. Unless a man is born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Don't let anybody fool you. Don't let any preacher fool you and tell you, praise God, give God your heart and give me your hand. That doesn't work. Praise God. Some actions got to go along with it. He that come to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Seek the Lord while he might be found. Call upon him while he is near. Praise our God. And that reward is eternal life by he who said, I am come that you might have life. Now we can go into it this morning. We can go into it. Praise the Lord. And talk about what kind of life? Talk about a spiritual life because, praise God, I said man is born dead spiritually. 
Because, praise God, let's go to Romans 5. Hallelujah. I think it's Romans 5 and 12. Isn't that right? Five, let's look at 5 and 12. Then we're going to get back into Romans 6 and talk about, praise the Lord. Wherefore, as by one man, sin entered into the world, death by sin. And so death passed upon all men, for all have sinned. Until the law, sin was in the world. But sin is not imputed when there is no law. Now, it said, uh, it said by one man, when it said death entered or sin, well, the Lord Jesus Christ told Adam. You see, Adam was born in a state of righteousness. He knew no sin. See, he was put in that very first dispensation, the dispensation of innocence. And, and the Lord made him in his image, not physical, but God is spirit. Only time, only way man has ever saw God was to see Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But until that time, praise our God, uh, when, Adam, when Adam sinned, praise our God was still spirit. Jesus was still a spirit. That's why it's so ridiculous when some people tell me I baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, and trying to make three gods out of one being. God is spirit. How in the world is spirit going to be a person? Now, if God was a person, he wouldn't have needed the body of Jesus. That you didn't have to be one without sin. The only one without sin after Adam was God himself. That's why I praise our God Jesus Christ was conceived by the Holy Ghost and not by Joseph. Had he been conceived by Joseph, Jesus would have been just as sinful as any other man. But he was conceived of the Holy Ghost. He was conceived of himself. Hallelujah. That's why Jesus is God and God is Jesus. They're one and the same, praise our God. Hallelujah. That's why folk are still lost, because they don't know who Jesus is. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ has a question, have I been with you all this time, and you still don't know who I am? When you see, the, see me, you've seen the Father. I and my Father are one. How are you going to make three persons out of them? Praise the Lord. That's why I tell you today, I can stand here emphatically and tell you right now, if some preacher told you I baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, you just went down the water, praise God, a dry devil, and came up a wet one. In the name, that's singular, N-A-M-E. There's no S on that. Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, they're trying to make three. The Trinity makes three. And when Jesus Christ told the apostles to go out and baptize all nations in the name, singular, of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. The name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost is Jesus. Because Jesus is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. In the beginning, God. In the beginning was the Word. Hallelujah. Now we're talking about the incarnation. Go on, Elder John, tell him this morning. I feel like telling the folks this morning. Hallelujah. I feel like talking about Jesus. Hallelujah. The incarnation 
When you're getting John, you're talking about the incarnation. When you go to Genesis, you're talking about the beginning. In the beginning, God. Hallelujah. And the, and the word became flesh and dwell among us. Hallelujah. Now let's get back to the sinful thing. You see, when the Bible says, for he had made him to be sinful, who know no sin, because after Adam, praise the Lord, disobeyed God, every man, every child, every individual, I don't care, praise who you are, I praise God with your status and what your parents' status is, you a sinner from birth. You were conceived in See, Adam is your father that conceived you in sin. Hallelujah. Not Brother Herman. Adam got you in this trouble, son. Hallelujah. Adam got you out of it, and only Jesus can get you out. Now go on to 517. Romans 517. Let's see who can get you out of this thing. For by one man's effect, death reigned by one, much more. They that which receive the now grace is God's unmerited favor, shown to the undeserving man. For by grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It's a gift of God, not a work. That's why we don't sell nothing here. You can work and sell, you can sell chicken, sell praise God, God. You sell everyone on the farm. That's not going to save you. Praise God. Go on. By grace are you saved through faith, not a work. It's a gift of God, not a work. Now go on. And the and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one. So Jesus Christ came to undo what Adam did. Adam got you in sin and Jesus Christ got you out. Praise the Lord, but you've got to accept him on his terms. Praise the Lord. I can't, let me get over to my, where I want to get there. Now listen. Now, as I say, the only person after Adam that could get you without sin was Jesus Christ. That's why he was conceived of the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. See, the, the, the Bible tells me that the angel told Joseph that uh, this thing that the, that, that, that the child that Mary is carried is not conceived by a man, but by the Holy Ghost. She hadn't she had done this thing wrong. But praise our God, it was just fulfilling. Just fulfilling what was spoken of in Isaiah. To let you know that Jesus, God, let's go over to Isaiah 7, 14. I want the folks to know for themselves. Can't leave here and say I didn't know, so I'm gonna take it. Go on. 714. Therefore, the Lord Himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel, which interpreted. That's what it is. God with us, we're gonna, we're gonna hear it over when we get over Matthew. All right, now go on to Isaiah 9 and 16. 9 and 6, all right, y'all know okay. 9 and 6, you're right. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. And his name shall be called, what? Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God. And the as an everlasting father. Everlasting father. Have you ever thought about it? Have you ever thought about it in the beginning? God. 
and the word became flesh. He is the everlasting Father. Because praise our God, God is the Father of creation, and the Son shall be born, He shall be called the everlasting Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If God the Father of mankind, then He's the creator of all mankind. Jesus Christ shall be called the everlasting Father. All right, now let's go on over to Matthew 118. We're going to run this thing now. Now the birth of Jesus Christ is on this wise or this way. As his wife, Mary, was supposed to go, they were engaged. Before they had any kind of relationship, she was found with the child of the Holy Ghost. And her husband, being a just man, and didn't want to make a public example of him tell her she'd been out there fooling around. So he decided to put away, so we're going to break off this engagement. But while he was thinking about doing it, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream and split Joseph, thy son of David. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Of the Holy Ghost. Uh-huh. And thou shalt call his name Jesus. That's from I, that's the prophecy. That was what Isaiah was prophesying about, prophesying about in Isaiah 7, 14. All right, now what is going, what does it say all down there in 21 and 22? For he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done, that it might be fulfilled. That was spoken up by the Lord, by the prophet saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Emmanuel, which is being interpreted, God with us. Hallelujah. They shall call, I just say, shall call his name Emmanuel, and then over here in the Matthews in the New Testament, it tell you that Emmanuel being interpreted is God with us. Now, Let's go on over to Matthew 1, 16 or 17, somewhere in there. And, jo and Jacob begot Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom? Oh, all right. Now stop right there. Now if you look at that, Matthew 1 on down to 16, everybody begot somebody. In other words, everybody was conceived by somebody. But when he got down to the 17th verse, the wording changed. Jesus, who was what? Born of Mary. Not begotten by Joseph, but born of Mary. Praise the Lord. Now, what the first Timothy 3.16 says. Now, the folk that don't understand this God in this, now, what does it say? And without, without any argument, without any debate, without any question, without controversy. What does it say? Great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, and the Word became flesh. God was manifested. God was shown. God was seen in the flesh. Go ahead. What did it say? He was justified in the Spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and proceeds up into glory. 
touch me not. I have not yet ascended unto my Father. Now the gospel of Jesus Christ is not the good news. The good news means it's not raining outdoors to some and it's raining outdoors to others. But the good news is the birth, the teaching, the death, burial, resurrection, and ascension of Jesus Christ. He was received up into glory. If you don't know who Jesus is, you never will be. If you don't know what I'm telling you this morning, you never will be saved. You forget how much you say. If you didn't know any of this till today, you never, you forget about your salvation. Praise the Lord. If you didn't know any of this until this morning, forget about how much you say. Hallelujah. It comes from the word. Read it for yourself. This is not something I made up. I, I, I'm no philosopher. I'm a preacher. Sit by God. And the Bible says, how shall they hear? without a preacher, and how shall he preach unless he be sent? And Jesus Christ said, I call preachers after my own heart. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We want to talk about this thing. I don't like to see folk go to hell. Praise the Lord. Now, let me go on over here now to Romans. I'm going to talk about this sin thing here now. We went over and talked. I told you we conceived in sin. Romans 6 and 16 says, now listen. Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants you are. To whom you obey. Whether of sin unto what? Or of obedience unto righteousness. Now, who you serve, that's your master. Now, if you serve Satan, you got to reign with Satan. You serve Jesus, you reign with him. Now, if you're going to serve Satan, then you're going to burn with Satan. The plain is there, is reading for yourself. Then it says, But God be thanked that ye, ye were past him, the service of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine or teaching which was delivered unto you. And the same writer in Corinthians said, I delivered unto you first of all that which I have also received. How that Christ died and was buried and rose again the third day according to the scripture. Not to me. Hallelujah. I had to be born again. Hallelujah. You have to take my word for it. Read it for yourself. Now what did he say now? Watch what go and say this. Now listen. Being then made free from sin, ye became the servants of righteousness. I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh, your sin sick. For as ye have yielded your members, servants to uncleanliness and to iniquity, that means wickedness and sin, unto iniquity, even so now ye and your members, servants to righteousness, unto what? Unto, unto Baptist, unto Methodist, unto the Catholic, Presbyterian, the Lord Jesus Christ said, Be ye holy, for I am holy. Holiness is not a denomination. Holiness is a way of life and living. You got to live a clean life. See, folks don't want to come this way because you got to live something. You know, if you had a church, praise God, if we didn't inquire people to live right, the church would be running over right now. And all you had to do was come here and join the church and sing in the choir next week, the church will be run over. 
Praise the Lord, but you got to be born again. You watch for your soul. I'm not caring about your membership or your pocket either. You don't worry about your soul. Praise the Lord. The Lord will take care of God's house. He's already proved that. He'll take care of his house. I don't need to get on the air, praise our God, and tell you something I can't deliver, but that's what folk want to hear. I get on the air and stay on the air three months' time. You wouldn't be able to get in here. Praise the Lord. But one day I've got to stand before Jesus. Give an answer for the things that I've done. Praise our God, I can't get out there and say, Lord, I, 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 I heal demons in your name. But see, if your motive was right, he wasn't right, it's not right, he's going to say, depart from it. I've never known. Praise the Lord, I'll cast out devils. I'm not going to fool with any devils. I'm going to leave that to Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm going to leave that to the blood of Jesus. Save the Lord's rebuke The blood of Jesus prevail against you. Not me. Praise the Lord. Let's go on with the Savior's thing here before. For when ye were the servants of sin, ye were free from what? Now, now that just makes sense. Now, see, when you were free from righteousness, you were what? When you were free from sin. When you were the servants of sin, in other words, when you were serving Satan, you were free from righteousness. You didn't have to do right. And Satan didn't have to worry about you because you already had. Now, what fruit had you been in those things? Well, you are now sin. You ought to be sin, man. Praise the Lord. For the end of those things is death. The things, see, the Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. See, you folks tell me to pray to our God, that they're saved, that they're in the church. Praise God. Take a drink before they go and a drink when they get back. Praise the Lord. The bus pull up in front of the church, load up and go on to Atlantic City. Pay the Lord and put it on the slot machine. Now, what, what's in the last city for a child of God? you just fooling yourself. You have a form of godliness, but denying the power of God. And the Bible says from upset, turn away. Now, listen. For the end of those things is death. But now being made free from sin and become servant to God, ye have your fruit into what? And the end, what's the end of holiness? Everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Hallelujah. It's there. You can read it for yourself. Oh, so much more we could tell you this morning. Praise the Lord. But you know, it's pathetic that folks are just going to hell needlessly. The Lord Jesus Christ gave us two things to do. He said, repent and be baptized. That's all. Stop what you're doing. Make a complete turnaround. Be godly sorry. That's what the word repent means. And sanctify yourself. Now, a lot of folks don't understand the word sanctify. They think it's some kind of mystic thing where you roll on the floor in a cocoa sack. The word sanctify means to set yourself aside for the service of God. To be sanctified means you set apart for the service of God. This microphone is sanctified because that's all we use it for, for the praise of God. It's sanctified. This robe is sanctified. Those seats are sanctified. The church is sanctified. The whole nation of Israel is sanctified because he came into his own. His own received him not. See, God used his own. Praise our God to save all mankind. He came into his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, 
to them gave he power or authority to become the sons of God. He came down to save the nation of Israel collectively, the whole nation at one time, but they rejected him. So he set them aside. Praise the Lord. We're now in the 69th week of Daniel's day. Set them aside. This is now known as the time of the Gentiles. I don't want to go into the Bible lesson. I might leave somebody. Praise the Lord. But that's all right. Hallelujah. And that 70th week. Hallelujah. Is, praise our God. Is that tribulation period. But we praise our God. He came to the Gentiles to preach us out. Between the 69th week and the 70th week. Praise our God. He's going to call us out. We're going to be caught up in the cloud. Praise the Lord. And then become time of Jacob's trouble. Hallelujah. Thank God for you. He came to his own. His own received him not. But as many as received him to them gave his power. Come to send his Since the nation rejected him, he said, okay, I'm going to call out a people by my name. Whosoever will. And you hear the deacon this morning say, God called him out of the multitude. Praise the Lord. Whosoever will, God is going around choosing. Praise the Lord. Not respect a person. He's telling you to come on. Come on. Come on. He's telling you to come. Praise God. The only reason you don't be saved is you reject him like him. Praise if you want to be lost, all you got to do is nothing. If you want to be lost, just don't do nothing about your salvation. Praise the Lord. Now, if you want to be saved, just come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Just repent and be baptized. See, in the name of Jesus. See, when we baptize folk, we say, we baptize you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. Because there is a fountain filled with blood drawn from us. And, and Emmanuel interpreted means what? And sinners do what? Fun. Lose all. And when you go down in Jesus' name, come up walking in the newness of life, you've been watching the blood of Jesus. He said, I'll remember your sins no more. I'll toss them into the sea of forgiveness. Just come up walking in the newness of life. And if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things. You don't have to give up nothing. Jesus just take away his desire from you. If you're shooting up right now, I guarantee you, pray God, that you, take the, you can get yourself a hundred, uh, what is it called, five hundred dollars a day. Don't have it. Use it. If he's showing up, come to Jesus. Go down in the name of Jesus and say, Lord, I want to be saved. Come up walking in the news of life. Jesus Christ will take away, praise God, the habit. He'll take away the desire. That's what means born again means. You know, you're not born with the same tendency. You're born in sin. Praise the Lord, but you acquire certain tastes under sin. Praise the Lord. But when you go down in Jesus' name and come up, praise God, you don't have to shoot up nothing. You see, when 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 Daniel was in the lion's den, see Daniel, the Lord didn't close up Daniel's mouth. I mean, the lion's mouth. He didn't put the lion to sleep. He just took away that lion's wild nature. He changed him. He became a cat. That's all he did. He just took away his nature. Praise the Lord. God and said, Lord can do the same thing for you. If you if you got any kind of habit, if you make up your mind, you want you want to be delivered. Just come to Jesus. The word saved implies deliverance. When you say you're saved, the next question is, what are you saved from? The word saved, salvation, implies deliverance from something. That's why in the world can you say you're saved and you're still doing the same thing you did before you gave the preacher your hand. Repent and be baptized. That's the key. 
and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. See, God is the Father through creation. Jesus is the Son through redemption. The Holy Ghost is the keeper or sustainer. Jesus Christ said, I go to prepare a place for you. But he said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will send you the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost. In other words, Jesus Christ said, I'm going away in this form. But I'm going to send you someone just as comfortable as I am. Just as much as comfortable as I am. But he's going to embrace the whole world. You see, as long as Jesus Christ is wrapped up in flesh, he could only be in one place at one time. He was protection for the 12 apostles. But when he ascended back up into glory, came on back down as the Holy Ghost, he's everywhere. He's omnipresent. That's why I say, I must go away. Hallelujah. Now, praise our God, that's why when it takes you in St. Louis, Jesus was there. Hallelujah. Praise God, Sister Parker and them up in Detroit, Jesus is there. Hallelujah. Sister Jones over there at Great Community Hospital, Jesus is there. Those of you that are sitting on the pews this morning, Jesus is there. Jesus is there, Jesus is there, Jesus is here. They tell me that he's everywhere. Hallelujah. All you got to do is come to Jesus. Leave that foolishness alone, praise our God. That I'm going to church, praise God, and, and running through the church, homeowning all through the church. Come on to Jesus. Come on to Jesus. Let him clean you up. Make you fit for the kingdom of God. Come to Jesus, praise God, and be born again. You don't have to hide behind God. You don't have to hide behind trees to see where your wife is. You want some peace? That's why he is the prince of peace. Now, if you don't think that's peace, brother, I don't know what it is. All you married folk, brother, you don't have to look at Sister David. Ain't that peace? That's peace, eh? All right, then. I don't have to look at Sister John, brother. That's peace. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Brother D's got some of that peace, too. He ain't got to look at Sister D. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's peace. Thank God for Jesus. I thank God for knowing who Jesus is, and I thank God for knowing how to get saved. I thank God for knowing that the way to sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. I know that sin is the world's number one killer. And I know that you're born in it, conceived in it. Unless you come to Jesus, you're going to die in it. Praise the Lord. You say, if you don't believe that I am him, you shall die in your sins. Unless you do it Jesus' way, you're on your way to hell. And, and now you're trying to bundle it up. That's where you're going. And two ways and two places. There's two ways to leave here in Christ's house. Save the Lord, and two places you can end up. With Christ or in torment. You can't separate. No such thing as purgatory. I can't nobody pray you out of that. I saw a funeral today for this Annapolis girl. And I felt so sorry for the folks. He had all them bells. He had a string of bells that long. But let me tell you something. Man is body, soul, and spirit. God formed him out of the dust, breathing to him the breath of life, and he became a living soul. And the moment that that person expires or dies, the breath of life from Jesus Christ breathing to him immediately goes back to Jesus. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. That's where that body is going. And your soul is the real you. That's what's hanging in the balance. That's what Satan wants. 
Now that soul is either with Jesus Christ or it's not. And when you go to hell, you know you in torment. Because the rich man cried out and said, my soul is being tormented in these places. He knew he was aware of the fact that he was burned. Can't nobody pray you out of there. Praise God. As a man lives. We always say, what you can't live dirty, die too. Can't live like a hellion, die like an angel. Can't live like a devil, die like a saint. Can't live wrong, die right. Can't live your way and die in the will of God. As a man lives, he that is filthy, let him be filthy still. He that is holy, he that is unrighteous, he that is righteous, behold, I come quick. You don't know the day or the hour when the Lord is coming. You don't think so, praise God. You asked the family that lady was in her city. My home been two stories up. Gun barrels on the ground. She was buried yesterday. See, you're living on borrowed time, isn't it? See, you don't know when your time is going to come. Because the Bible tells me in the book of Job that your days are numbered. They're in the hands of God. You can't get a button, but the Lord Jesus Christ wants you to be ready when he comes. All you got to do is get on up and say, yes, Lord. Lord, I want to go back with you when he comes. You know, I told you the body that the soul is the real you. And this body is going back to the dust. This body is the house that I live in, that my soul lives in. That's why Paul said, if this earthly tabernacle, this, be dissolved, I have another what? Another building. Not made with hands. That's the glorified body. Praise the Lord. Not a house. It's another body. Glorified. Glorified. Praise the Lord. Folks that don't know these things. Folks don't how I know they don't know, but my mother and father was a Presbyterian church for 63 years. Never heard of it. Never heard of a record. Never heard of it. Can't say no good. I think so. You have to be saved. 63 years in the Lord. But they are rooted in tradition. They say to him, praise the Lord, I talk and I talk and I preach and I preach. But the Bible says, if our gospel be hidden, I'm going to close this thing out. It is hidden to them that are lost, whom the God of this world has blinded. This is Satan's kingdom. The Lord said, my kingdom is not of this world. In the prayer he gave his apostles, he said, my kingdom come. He's going to come. This is not his kingdom. That's why he said, come out from among them. And then I'll be a father to you. See, you can't call him your father when you feel with the world. Whom you serve, that's your father. You serve Satan, Satan is your father. You are a child of disobedience. Come out. He that have an ear, let him hear that the Spirit says the same. Can't you hear Spirit say, make a change? 
Can't you hear? Spirit say, make a change. Stand your feet. You hear? Spirit say, make a change. My Lord, if I were you, I'd make a change. Thank you, sir. Can't you hear? Spirit say, make a change. Why don't you come this morning? If you're one man, woman, boy, or girl, why don't you come? Can't you hear? Why don't you come this morning? Man, woman, boy, or girl, come on to the Lord. Oh, if I were you, I'd make a change.